0: Welcome into episode number three of the two sweet sports podcast today I have an update on LaShawn McCoy and more with make or break the Dallas Cowboys and Demarcus Lawrence are discussing terms for a long-term contract July 16th is the deadline for franchise tech players to sign their long-term deals. Lawrence isn't too worried about signing a long-term deal, though. He said he doesn't mind playing out his franchise tag and hopes to break the bank in free agency next year. Reports say Lawrence was looking for a five-year deal with Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack money. Khalil Mack is making $13.85 million this upcoming season just to give you an idea of what Demarcus Lawrence will be looking for. Marcus Smart is not feeling the love after the lack of conversation between him and the Celtics on a new contract. He stated before that his heart is in Boston and he wants to stay. He said it hurts and he's disgusted by the silence surrounding his contract negotiation. The Celtics have a current offer of more than just $6 million. Danny Ainge has made some heartless decisions when it comes to moving on from players in Boston. One of the recent moves I can think of is him trading Isaiah Thomas to the Cavaliers. Isaiah gave his heart and his soul for that team and for that city, and Danny Ainge traded him away, and it broke many fans' hearts. But it was what's best for business, and that's who Danny Ainge is, a businessman. Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson are planning a $10 million winner-take-all match play duel. Two of the most iconic faces in golf in the past 20 years have been enemies turned friends and they have combined for 122 PGA Tour wins and 19 majors. And now, they're planning a live winner-take-all match play face-off. The initial match was set for July 3rd, but final negotiations did not materialize in time. Golf.com said the match will likely take place at Shadow Creek in Las Vegas. The MLB has reinstated Henry Mejia after he was given a lifetime ban for failing three PED tests. The 28-year-old former Mets reliever will be reinstated in 2019. He applied for reinstatement and met with Commissioner Rob Manford, and Manford said he decided to grant Mejia a final chance to resume his professional career after being off the field for what will be four years when he comes back. But he last pitched in the majors on July 26, 2015. He had a career 3.68 ERA with 162 strikeouts, over 183.1 innings pitched. He became the Mets closer in 2014 and he had ended the year with 28 saves and 3.65 ERA. Back to some basketball, Tony Parker denied he had any feud with Kawhi Leonard over their injuries. Parker said he had no problem with Kawhi and that his comments were taken out of context. Tony Parker has agreed on a two-year, $10 million deal with the Hornets. Parker said he had never had any issues with Spurs star Kawhi Leonard, who missed nearly all of last season due to a lingering quad injury. Their beef stemmed from a comment Parker made in March about his quad injury last year being 100 times worse It was apparently blown out of proportion. Leonard is currently seeking a trade after playing only nine games last season because of his injured right quad. His relationship with the Spurs was reportedly rough throughout his entire rehab process. The former NBA Defensive Player of the Year and 2014 Finals MVP backed down each time he or the Spurs wanted him to return to the court. There was even a players-only meeting, in. The season, to check up on Leonard in time for a playoff push. Tony Parker, on the other hand, suffered a raptured quad injury during the 2016-2017 season, but he still played it in 63 games. For some news out of the octagon, Daniel Cormier won the UFC heavyweight title at UFC 226. He became just the second man to ever hold two UFC weight class championships simultaneously. He knocked out Miocic at 4 minutes and 33 seconds left of the first round. Shortly after, Brock Lesnar entered the ring and shoved Cormier after he was called out. When Dana White was asked if Lesnar and Cormier would fight, Dana White said yes. Of course. Cristiano Ronaldo has signed a four-year, $123 million deal that will send him to Juventus. The Ronaldo era at Real Madrid is over, and the Ronaldo era at Juventus is just beginning. Real Madrid confirmed Tuesday that they have agreed on a transfer with Juventus for the star forward. Juventus is taking on the MLS All-Stars in Atlanta on August 1st, so American soccer fans might get a treat if Ronaldo travels with the team to Atlanta. Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports released his 2018 college football hot seat rankings where he evaluated all 129 FBS coaches and their situation. He ranked every coach on a scale of 0 to 5. 0 being untouchable and 5 means win or be fired. 6 coaches have been given the honor of a 5 rating and 11 coaches have been given a 0 rating and have been granted untouchable. The coaches with a 0 rating and have been granted untouchable are Nick Saban at Alabama, Dabo Sweeney at Clemson, Joe Moglia at Coastal Carolina, Kirby Smart, Georgia, Scott Frost at Nebraska, Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, Urban Meyer at Ohio State, David Shaw at Stanford, Gary Patterson at TCU, Bill Clark at UAB, and Chip Kelly at UCLA. I don't know if Chip Kelly is really untouchable if you're UCLA. He's really the only player, or excuse me, he's the only coach I disagree with. Really, the only coaches that should be untouchable are Saban Dabo and Scott Frost. The rest of these guys are not zeros. I would say that the rest of these guys are probably ones. Some of the hottest coaches that are on the hot seat sit at number five, and those are Everett Weathers at Texas State. Bob Davey at New Mexico, David Beatty at Kansas, Lovey Smith at Illinois, Scott Montgomery at East Carolina, and Brad Lambert at Charlotte. On Tuesday, a photo of LaShawn McCoy's ex-girlfriend. The photograph showed his ex-girlfriend bloodied up and lying in a hospital bed. The legal firm representing Cordon said that she was attacked around 3 a.m. Tuesday morning as she slept in a Georgia home that she shared with the football star. Miss Corden was physically assaulted in the home by a male assailant who entered the home with no signs of forced entry, the statement said. The man allegedly demanded a number of specific pieces of jewelry, and when he could not get the bracelets off her wrist, he pistol-whipped her multiple times, and her cousin was also struck. Miss Corden sustained multiple injuries to her head, face, and arms during this horrendous attack, the statement continued to say. The graphic image was posted by... Mia Michelle Boykin on Instagram, who claims to be a friend of Corden. In the post, it said, I can't believe you did this to my best friend. Your karma is going to be so real. Boykin wrote in the post, which has been since deleted. The world needs to know what type of animal you really are. This was just her yesterday on the left, and now her on the morning on the right, said the post can also accused of McCoy beating his dog into kidney failure and viciously beating his son for minor things like peeing in the bed. We didn't say anything about how you beat your dog Henny into kidney failure, the message continued. Let's not talk about all the times my best friend had to stop you from viciously beating your son for small things like peeing in the bed. We kept quiet about your drug usage. McCoy has... Veminently denied the allegations against him, and representatives for McCoy did not respond for a comment. McCoy responded later that day and said, For the record, the total baseless and offensive claims made against me are completely false. Furthermore, I have not had any contact with any of these people involved in months. Another social media user who said she was a friend of Corden Claimed the NFL player sent armed men to McCoy's house. Gordon's lawyers said there was a single armed man who targeted jewelry given to their client by her estranged partner. The firm also alleges the NFL star recently had the home security system changed. The Milton Police Department confirmed they are investigating a break-in at the home. When officers arrived, they found one victim who had been physically assaulted by a lone intruder. During the altercation, the suspect demanded specific items from the victim. McCoy has also been trying to evict Corden and her children from the home for about a year. In response, the bill said they have spoken to LaShawn McCoy and they've been in contact with the National Football League and they will continue to gather information. This isn't the first time McCoy has made headlines when it comes to his conduct off the field. In 2016, he was accused of attacking two off-duty cops while at a Philadelphia-area bar. He was later sued by the two officers, and he was also sued in 2013 by a woman claiming McCoy held her down and poured a drink over her. All that is what we already knew about McCoy and his situation. There's been more news come out that says he has hired a defense attorney, Don Samuel, in light of his allegations being made against him earlier this week. Samuel may be a familiar name to some of you NFL fans. He... Has previously represented a number of the league's most high-profile defendants. That list includes Ray Lewis during the 2000 double murder trial and Ben Roethlisberger in 2010 after he was accused for sexual assault. McCoy isn't Samuel's first high-profile NFL client. Samuel was the team was part of the team that defended former Baltimore Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis in a double homicide case in 2000 and was part of a legal team that represented Steelers star Ben Roethlisberger in 2010 when the quarterback was facing sexual assault allegations. Tim Tebow has been chasing the goal of becoming a Major League Baseball player for a few years now, and he's just moved up to complete a major accomplishment in his career. The New York Mets 30-year-old prospect played in his first AA All-Star game. Tebow went opposite and hit a double in his first at-bat of the game. More major accomplishments could be on the way, too. There's serious talk that Tim Tebow could get called up to the majors later this year. Tebow said he's not focused on that. He just wants to get better. He said, I can't worry about any of that. I have to stay focused on the process and not the maybes, not the hypotheticals, not the what-ifs. You have to be so focused on each day and every day and the process you have to do to get better. I know as a baseball player, I have a lot of room to grow. Tebow is hitting 270 with five home runs and 33 RBIs this season, and he's making headlines off the field as he's reportedly also dating a former Miss Universe. All right, now it's time to play our second installment of Make or Break. Make or break is where we take three quarterbacks and their situation for next season, and we will decide if he will have a make or break season. This week, we have two NFC East rivals and a career backup. The three quarterbacks this week are Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott, Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz, and Bills quarterback A.J. McCarron. Not too many people expected Dak Prescott's third season in the NFL to be make or break. He threw for 3,667 passing yards and 23 touchdowns with just four interceptions in his rookie season and led the Cowboys to an NFC East title. Prescott was a rookie sensation and earned Rookie of the Year honors for that, but reality hit hard for Prescott in 2017 after he lost star running back Ezekiel Elliott to suspension. Prescott's numbers fell across the board last year, except for interceptions where they flew way up to 13. Prescott wasn't a first-round pick, so he wasn't given a fifth-year option in his rookie contract. So this season is huge in determining what kind of contract he will get in the future. He's almost guaranteed to get paid. That's no problem. The problem is whether or not he will be able to get the Cowboys to the playoffs again in 2018. So will Dak Prescott make Dallas' this season and lead the Cowboys to the playoffs, or will the season be another break for Prescott? Well, all things considered, Dak has a lot on his plate. He already claims that he wants to be the best quarterback the Cowboys have ever seen. He will have Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield, and that will definitely help take some pressure off of Prescott's back. And he still has one of the best offensive lines in the NFL to protect him. But after the Cowboys lost Des Bryant and Jason Witten, the receiving core in Dallas has a big question mark beside it. The Cowboys currently have no go-to receiver, and out of all the receivers, only one has a 1,000-yard season, and that's Allen Hearns. Good thing for the Cowboys is Hearns will find his groove with deck quickly, and the fourth-round pick, Deck Prescott, will find himself playing in the wild-card weekend. But don't expect the Cowboys to do much more than that in 2018. Our next quarterback is Carson Wentz, and whatever the opposite of a sophomore slump is, is what he had last year. He had a breakout year last year with the Eagles and set Nick Foles up to go on a huge run for the franchise's first Super Bowl. He won 11 of his 13 starts and passed for 3,296 yards while posting a passer rating of 101.9 and threw for 33 touchdowns with just 7 interceptions. On top of all that, Wentz made his debut on the NFL Top 100 list at number 3 overall. Wentz isn't on this list for anything he did or anything he didn't do last year, but for what Nick Foles did. If Carson Wentz comes out of the gate playing poorly, then the rowdy Phillies fans will demand Foles to take over the reins. Foles' run was legendary last year, and Eagles fans wouldn't mind seeing a repeat of it. So... Will Wentz make Philly's season and be a full-time starter, or will he break and lose the job to who Nick Foles? I think Carson Wentz is the future in Philly, and I don't see him losing his starting job anytime soon. If that same Eagles team comes back for more, then I can see Wentz dominating and going right back to competing for the MVP. And our final quarterback is A.J. McCarron. And A.J. McCarron hasn't been known for much except for being a career backup in the NFL. He will be 28 at the beginning of the 2018 season, and it will be his fifth season in the league. Although he is a five-year veteran, he is still very inexperienced, and Jason Lakinfora of CBS Sports said this could be his last chance to become an NFL starter. If he wasn't already feeling the pressure, he has Josh Allen looking over his shoulder, waiting for his own shot at the starting position. Nathan Peterman is the other guy that McCarron also has to look out for in the Bills locker room. He already knows the playbook, so he already has a leg up on McCarron. So, what will it be? Will McCarron make his season and earn the Bills' starting job, or will he break and forever be known as a career backup? Well, if McCarron does earn a starting job going into 2018, he will be on a very short leash. He's given a pro- he was given a prove-it contract where the Bills are giving McCarron an opportunity to prove his worth to the organization. With Josh Allen waiting to prove himself, McCarron only needs to play one bad week, and he could find himself on the bench for the rest of the season. He has a retooled offensive line and has a great back in LaShawn McCoy to help even the load. But unfortunately for McCarron, I believe he will break and find himself on the bench for most, if not every game, in 2018. Alright, that's all I have for you for now. Now we're going to go to some headlines to finish out the show. The MLB has indefinitely suspended its Papa Slam promotion with Papa Johns. Founder John Schnatner admitted to using the N word in May during a training session, and now Major League Baseball is distancing itself from Papa Johns. John Schnatner has also stepped down from chairman of the board. Former Spurs Kyle Alexander signed with the Memphis Grizzlies, and the Spurs have now lost Tony Parker and Kyle Alexander. And they could also be losing Patty Mills in a possible trade with Kawhi Leonard. So the Spurs could look for a rebuild next year. Furkan Korkmaz dropped 40 points on just 18 shots in a summer league loss to the Celtics. He shot, eight, he shot 10 for 18 from the field and eight for, thir- 8 for 14 from 3. Arizona Cardinals GM Steve Keim was cited for a DUI on July 4th. The Cardinals said they were aware of the situation, but no comments have been made by the organization. Buster Posey will miss the MLB All-Star Game next week with a hip injury. And finally, Dante DiVincenzo has only $3.71 in his bank account as he waits for his payday. Thanks a lot for listening to the Talk Sports Podcast. This is Episode 3. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week for Episode 4.